Securities offered through Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Carson Partners, a division of CWM, LLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. This is The Way to Wealth. With host Scott Ford, a jujitsu fighting, woodworking, beekeeping entrepreneur who is also the managing director, partner, and wealth advisor of Carson Wealth. Financial freedom is the goal, and clarity and simplicity is how we'll get there. Let's get to it. This is Way to Wealth. Hello, and welcome back to the Way to Wealth podcast, where we're all about making money simple so that you can fully live and fully live. Now, speaking of now, that's our subject for today. So excited to have Bonnie Bailey back with us on the podcast. Welcome back, Bonnie. Thank you, Scott. How have you been? Yeah, doing well. Things are well. No complaints. Uh, Moving right along pretty fast and doing my best to stay present in the moment, living the now. So no complaints. And you? Same. You know, um, it's interesting because we're talking about this topic and it feels a little timely for me because I've been dealing with some, um, you know, emotional things in my personal life that have interrupted my presence, which is a big piece of living now. So I feel like this is a very timely conversation to have um, to remind me that, of the importance of that, right? Bringing my best self to every situation. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's the that's the the work like that's that's the a really big component in the way to wealth when you think about it is the way and so the way and every you know if you listen to the podcast you know what that stands for it really talks about living in the present moment like living in the now and using money to be in the now and so that weighs from the Taoist philosophy of being in harmony with things which simply means you're in harmony with what is so when you think about that and you think about, you know, the healthy, wealthy, wise and ha- happy framework that we use for the way to wealth, when you think of the wisdom pillar in that, there's three things. There's being present or living in the now. There's having lots of experiences because experiences are what create wisdom. I heard a guy say just recently is, look, if you're going to go for a hike and, um, would you, and, and there's snakes on the hike, are you going to want to go for a hike with someone who has encountered a rattlesnake before or someone who hasn't? I'm like, that's an actually interesting point. You're going to want to go with someone who's encountered it because experiences create wisdom. So I just thought that was an interesting way to put it. And then third in wisdom is being a lifelong learner. So today, Bonnie and I just plan to chat about what this means to us. What's living in the present mean to you, Bonnie? I'm It's a little counterintuitive, but it's actually about being very aware of how I'm showing up in every situation. So it's making sure I'm taking enough time to intrinsically look at who am I being in this moment? How am I showing up now to kind of lift this into a better situation? And then what can I take away from every moment that I can use in the future? So just like you were talking about experience, what's the experience I'm learning here that's going to be valuable to me down the road? So it's a lot of introspection. But then it's also not allowing that to control the situation so that I am showing up in this particular moment, realizing this is the only moment that I ever have. And it's the one that I have the most impact on. And I know that it's it's very philosophical in my mind. It, it gets a little deep, right? I can take you really down the well if you want to go. But 
for me, that's what it means to live now is really making sure that I'm showing up every day with my best self, being out there, being open to everything that comes at me and looking for the good in all of it, really enjoying it. And as I think about my financial life and planning, it's about having the options to take advantage of the experiences that come to me, right? I want to be in a situation where I can make the decision to experience something and I don't have to feel like I, that's not an, an option for me. So I do want to protect my financial wealth. That That's a big piece of how to get there, but it really then comes down to showing up with that right kind of energy and making sure that you're um, present in this moment, focused on this moment and not thinking about what happened yesterday that's already gone or what you think might happen tomorrow that you don't know for sure. We never know what's going to happen in the future. We only know what's happening right now. So how can you focus and deal with that? Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. It's like, that's what you have is you have the this present moment. And again, it could sound esoteric. It can sound philosophical. It can sound woo-woo, whatever. The, the point of the way to wealth is most in the industry are focused on money and they're focused on Excel spreadsheets and they're focused on interest rates, they're focused on these things. And you need to have some focus on that. And they're focused 30 years from now or 20 years from now. It's all almost always future focused. And that needs to be a part of the equation. Why the way to wealth was designed specifically with the way at the front of it is we want to really recognize that all you have is this moment. And yes, let's plan for the future and let's fully live now, you hear me say that at the beginning and end of each podcast. That's exactly what we're talking about. So it, there's a great video out there that I saw years ago that really resonated with me from Alan Watts. And I, I forget the name of it, but it's basically the power of now and the power of the present moment. And this video shows someone as you're born, you know, a young child and they're going to school and then they can't wait to get to middle school and then they can't wait for high school. And then they can't wait for college. And that's exciting because they can't wait for their first job. And then their first job, they meet someone, they're going to have a family and get married and have a family and have kids. And then they're going to have this great career. And then they get to, let's say, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever it is for them and look back and go, what am I chasing? Like who signed me up for this? This seems kind of empty. And the point is they, they were never like present and in fully living all of those opportunities that they had in front of them. They were always pushing for the future. So that's why it's important to me as far as the finance piece is to, to, to really recognize that that's all you really have. Yeah. And Scott, I'm curious because we talk a lot about people who have been woken up and become aware of this fact. What woke you up? What was, what was that triggering moment in your life or what happened that made you realize that you were always thinking future focused and that you needed to change that and become a now person? Yeah, you have events uh, for sure. And so two for me, um, that would be one, I started meditating as part of my morning routine. Um, about a decade ago. And that's been super impactful for me. And it's just, a, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. I read a book because that also can get, you know, maybe complicated, maybe it feels woo-woo and candidly it did for me. And now I'm probably one of the woo-woos. But back in the day, I was like, ah, I don't quite get it. And so the book that really helped me, and I got to tell you, I read this book in the early 2000s, I think. And it was by Dr. Robert Benson. And the book is called The Relaxation Response. And 
this guy's a Harvard medical doctor, uh, trained, and he took the woo out of meditation because he's because he was doing it from a scientific perspective. And he literally said he starts you with like five to 10 minutes and he says, okay, let's start at five. And all you're doing is counting your breath. You sit, you can close your eyes. You don't have to, but ideally you do. You're in a quiet space and you simply count your breath. And I'm like, for I can do that. So um, I did. And then I quit. So this is early 2000s. And then for some reason, something clicked in like the late 2000s and maybe early teens. Uh, but I remembered that book. And so that's what got me started back on that meditation path. And yeah, it's been really helpful for me and um, instrumental or recognizing to get out of your mind and into your body and be more in the, in the present moment. So that was one. And then the second I would say is just uh, the birth of uh, grandchildren, having uh, several grand- grandchildren now. You just recognize the brevity of life and recognize these precious moments that you have. That's what you have. And so to be there and really uh, recognize that. So they would be the two things I would say. That's interesting that you say that because I haven't been meditating for 10 years. I've been doing it for about four. I started meditating after I started working with you and you were actually um, the influence for that. Cause you talked to me about how important it was for your morning routine that you took space for yourself to just kind of center. And so I started implementing the practice. And in the beginning, I felt the same way. I was like, wow, this, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get my mind to shut up. It just wants to talk to me all the time. And how do I do it? And last year during COVID, I kind of, this realization that really what you're doing when you're meditating is you're just focusing on breathing. And it's interesting because I think we, as um, human beings, I don't know that it's necessarily um, isolated to one culture over another. So I can't say it's Americans, but as human beings, we don't really spend a lot of time as kids learning how to breathe. It's kind of this, you know, uh, thing that just happens. And so you assume your body's doing it correctly all the time. But I learned that if you, you're actually just teaching yourself how to breathe, how to use your breath, and that really can help you manage anxiety. Like I, I suffer from chronic anxiety. You know that we, we talk about it all the time, but um, that's how you can get through those episodes where you feel my heart starting to race. And, and I feel that energy inside of me starting to collect. I just have to stop and breathe. And so that's what my meditation this year has been. It's really just been counting my breaths focusing on my breaths, not worrying about anything else. I'm not trying to do visualization exercises. I'm not trying to, um, you know, connect with the universe right now. I'm just really focusing on my breath, but it's been so instrumental in how I deal with things now that I can't imagine life without it. Isn't that weird? Like, you know, two, four years ago, I didn't do it. And, and yeah, I love your little binky. <laughs> that's exactly your little so. binky that's... breathing tool. <laughs> That's it. That's the breath. This is one tool, which is called the relaxator. So breath is huge. When you think about health um, and living in the now, uh, breath helps center you. Um, and so, yeah, totally agree. And there's all kinds of great, you know, books and things out there. Uh, I went through a, a program called Soma, S-O-M-A breath. That's been very helpful. Lots of books. James Nestor has a book called Breathe. Uh, Patrick McGowan uh, has a great book called Oxygen Advantage. It's about the Buteco method. So the point is, you can go over a month. I, I don't know if it's several months, but over a month without food. I don't know how many days without water, but a lot. But you can't go very long without breath. 
So breath is critically important um, and it definitely affects our health, our nervous system. Um, and yeah, so as far as health for anxiety and being in the present moment, breath is, is really important. A couple books, when I think about power now that it also in, impacted me, cause you asked, you know, what, what has caused me to, to be here. Uh, and I mentioned two examples. The others would be books. Breath is also, the others would be books. And so three of the most impactful books for me in this area of living now and being present one. And the first one was Eckhart Tolle, the power of now. Same thing. I read it. I was going on a conference. I read it. I thought it was cool. I got it for Angie. She read it, thought it was cool. Uh, it didn't quite hit though. It was just really interesting. Like, yeah, that's good stuff and set it aside. And that was probably also early 2000s-ish. And then another book that I bumped into over the years, um, guy is Dr. David Hawkins. He's now, now no longer with us, but all kinds of books. But his main book was called Letting Go. And then the third, which there's a couple, but the third is by Michael Singer called The Surrender Experiment. So those three books have had the biggest impact on me. And what I've noticed is the common thread is they're all saying the same thing just in their way and in their vernacular, but they're saying the same thing. And ultimately what they're doing is being present and being in the now. So whether you call that surrender, which is what Michael calls it, or whether you call that being in the now, which is what Eckhart calls it, or whether you call it letting go, which is what Dr. Hawkins called, they're all saying the same thing, which is be in the present moment. What is, is accept it and be with it. Yeah. And if you think about that historically, that's not really a new concept. I mean, that goes back to the ancient Greeks and even to the Tao itself before it all talks about being able to live in this moment. So it spans cultures, it spans um, time. It's an ancient concept, but it's still just as relevant today as it was then that learning how to focus and in this moment, because this is the only moment that we have. And that's why I think the way to wealth is also very powerful because like you said, most advisors will tell you to focus on 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, let's always look at the future. But the only moment that's guaranteed is the one you're in. So how do you balance that, you know, keeping yourself prepared for the things that may come in the future, but focusing your energy on the now? Yeah. And it's, it's, it, that's just it. You know, when you think about it, the, the way to wealth, and I've said this, um, in videos in the past that yes, we're talking about money when you're talking about wealth and that's that whole wealth being financially free. And then we get to these other areas of life yet your most valuable asset is your time. So that's why we start with living in the now. Yes. Money's a piece of it, but that's, you can get more money. You can't get more time once it's spent. So the power of recognizing that, that that's our most valuable asset is huge. And then once recognized, Think of the power that it brings in all areas of life. So think of the power of living in the now has in relationships. So one of the biggest gifts I think you can give another human being is actually being there when they're conversing with you versus not being there or thinking what you want to say. You're actually being there with them. So again, this just has effects in all areas of life. And again, it can get esoteric. It can get dippy, dippy, woo, woo, whatever you want to call it. It also can be truth is truth, which is what you're saying. Go the whole way back to ancient wisdom. That's what they're talking about. Truth is truth, and it will always be truth. And this is one of those things. So whether you want to call it 
you know, connecting to whatever it is you call it, that's, that's not going away in us. Like that's what they're all saying, being in the now and connecting with that source and spirit and soul, whatever your vernacular words are for it. Like that's what we're here to do. So yeah. Any other thoughts, Bonnie? I mean, I, this is a big topic. We could go really deep. Uh, definitely wanted to talk about it of how it ties to money, how it ties specifically to the weight of wealth. Um, and then just talk about the importance and power of it. Yeah, I guess I would just, um, I'll share a story if you don't mind. So sure. um, my, uh, my aunt was my role model when it came to money growing up. I thought she was very um, astute. She was a great saver and a very hard worker. And she put money to the side. And, you know, she married a man who had kind of a very strong work ethic and the same savings ethic. And they had put themselves in a position for retirement. And um, in retirement, they made some decisions. They didn't work with a planner. They just, they had a dream and they chased the dream. And unfortunately it didn't work out for them. My uncle, um, he cashed out his retirement accounts. He bought the cattle ranch. That was his dream was to run a ranch. Uh, He bought that up in Northern Arizona. They sold everything they had. They move up to the cattle ranch. And a year later he passed away. And that put my aunt in a difficult situation. So, you know, I think it's important. I think I'm on one hand, I'm very happy. He lived his dream and he got that experience because that was an amazing um, opportunity for him to fulfill his life. And I feel like he died a very happy man because he had that. That was what he wanted. On the other hand, I see the struggles my aunt had because she didn't take the time to do any planning around it. They didn't understand the risks that could happen and they weren't prepared for it. So, you know, I, when we talk about finance, we talk about tying this back to the way to wealth. I do think it's important that you're working with someone or a group of professionals who can help you so you can have your dreams, but also protect your loved ones um, in case something doesn't go the way you want it to. And it's a deep, deep topic. And there's so much that um, we still don't understand. I mean, you and I do the work and we're always uh, dealing with these topics and talking about these topics and working on ourselves. Um, but that that is a piece I would leave with the, the audience is just go live your life. But that doesn't mean be reckless. You know, I yeah. don't think that's the message we want to put out there. Understand the risks that you're taking, prepare and mitigate those risks and then enjoy the now you can do it even more because you don't have those worries on your mind when you know that the, um, the things that might bite you won't come out and actually get you, you're protected. Yeah. This so the story I'll add to that, uh, in wrapping is Ron Carson and I talk about this in our book, uh, the sustainable edge, having a billionaire client sell the business, uh, and in their seventies and they were miserable. They had everything money could buy, uh, but they didn't have relationships and they didn't have like real true wealth. And so that's that's the power of this. And that's the power of uh, what I feel called to do. That's the why the 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 wrap of health, wealth, wisdom and happiness, because money's just a piece of it. And honestly, that's the fuel piece of it. That's the energy piece of it to do these other things. So um, that's what this whole thing's about, you know, coming, coming to yes, money's a piece of it. Then let's use that energy to fuel what really life is, which is living. And all we have is the moment. So lots more we could talk about, but thanks for joining uh, Bonnie. Appreciate everyone listening. And that's a wrap for this week. So we'll catch you next week on the way to wealth podcast, where we're all about making money simple. Why allowing you to fully live. Why? So that you can do that now catch you next week later. 
The opinions voiced in Way to Wealth with Scott Ford, Managing Director, Partner, and Wealth Advisor of Carson Wealth, are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Carson Wealth, 19833, Leitersburg Pike, Suite 1, Hagerstown, Maryland, 21742.